Hey y'all, welcome back to Refined in the Fire Come Out Like Gold. My name is Blessed, or you can say Blessed Kenya. This is the first episode to 2024. Woo! <laughs> I'm so excited to um, be in this new year. I'm excited to continue to share with you all um, what God has shared with me. Everything that I share here on this podcast is from the heart of God, is from the mind of Christ. I always seek him first to make sure that what I'm sharing is from him um, and that he is God approved. So I am just a messenger. Um, As my friend calls it, I am the uh, the mail person. I just, you know, deliver. I'm just a messenger. I'm the seed dropper, whatever you want to call it. Um, As the Lord calls me, my, uh, his truth teller, um, his mouthpiece, So however you want to say it, I am just the vessel that God uses to speak through to myself and you all. So um, I hope that you've been enjoying the episode so far. Today I'm back with a, wow, (laughs) this episode is titled Salvation and Glory. And when I ask the Lord, what should be the first episode for 2024? This is the topic that he gave me. And wow, so... We're just going to dive right into it. Um, So, ascribe to God his worth. That's the phrase that he gave me. Ascribe to God his worth. Now, this whole podcast is just going to be explaining what that means. So, many of us know the infamous sneaker Jordans, right? We see babies wear Jordans. We see teenagers wear Jordans. We see adults wear Jordans. They come in different colors and different sizes. They come... I mean, they're everywhere. So we know them from the basketball player, Michael Jordan. And I remember a time long ago, many, many years ago, that some limited edition Jordan sneakers were coming out. And the news even reported it because the, the, what was it was like, it was like crazy. It was like mania. It was like everywhere (laughs) that people, you know, were just, forming long lines everywhere and the news it was even on the news that's how wild it was and you know outside of stores people were like hundreds of people young kids adults parents waiting in the cold and I remember seeing a um, video or something on the news hundreds of people with coats bundled up they did not care and they waited outside for hours and hours even some overnight just to get their hands on this coveted limited edition sneaker. I don't even know what it was because I'm not even into sneakers of Jordan. So don't even ask what what Jordan was or what number. I don't know. I just know people were going wild over this thing. <laughs> so so why? That's, that's what I would ask. You know, why? Why? Why why would someone stand in the cold for hours? Why would an adult take off of work for a sneaker? Why would someone borrow hundreds of dollars for a sneaker? One pair. One pair of sneakers. It didn't have gold in the laces or a hundred dollar bill in the sole. (laughs) You know? And it wouldn't even appreciate in value. But actually depreciate once bought and unboxed and worn. Once that few hundred dollar shoe hits the pavement, its value is reduced. You know, we all know that once once clothes are bought out of the store, once a diamond ring is, is bought and put on a woman's finger or whatever may have you, 
it depreciates in value. So if something was, you know, $1,200, well, you know, even a car, what, what do people say? Oh, once you drive it off the lot, the value goes down. So this sneaker, once people bought it, actually depreciates in value and goes on the, the dirty pavement outside. So its value is reduced. So why go through all that for a pair of sneakers that was not even autographed, at least, you know what I'm saying? Like, at least it could have been autographed. No. But people did all that because they knew its worth. So, worth. Let's talk about that for a second. In the concordance, the meaning of worth is an enumeration or like number, number value. So it means like value or, or, or significance, finances, money, computation, the price of a purchase, that's worth. Now, when you look up uh, the Google, Google definition of worth is high value or merit, sufficiently good, important, or interesting, or to justify a specified action. All in all, deserving to be treated or regarded in a way specified. So, hmm, I like that. Deserving to be treated or regarded in the way specified, meaning that thing itself it commands you how to treat it. You know, like the sneaker is self-commanded to be treated with value and respect and for people to take up work and save up money and borrow money and to stand outside in the cold and, and some even took off school. That's what the thing, because it had such high worth, it demanded it. It was deserving to be treated or regarding in the way that it specified. Michael Jordan is the type of man that deserves that respect, right? And that, that deserves that regard. So... Let's take the word regard. Regard means to gaze at steadily. Hmm, that's kind of deep, right? Consider or think of someone or something. A wife can regard her husband. I regard my children and so on and so forth. So you might be thinking, blessed, where are you going with all this? All right, back to the Jordans. So some may have never taken those sneakers out of the box. Maybe to this day, who knows? Now, to add value to it, you don't take it out the box. You don't touch it. You leave it in a condition that is brand new, right? Literally brand new. It's bought, but brand new. They knew the great worth. They regarded it as worthy. And by keeping it pristine and unboxed, it added high value to it. Whoa, okay. Flip the switch here. And it made it sufficiently good. Now, if a buyer comes, let's say... For example, 10 years later, and the person who has the sneakers can now ascribe an excellent quality or an attribute that is the great worth to the shoe. Hmm. We would ascribe a sneaker with utmost respect or a legendary singer or a diamond jewelry or world monuments or something like that. So to ascribe, to give it that excellent worth, it's like, okay, wow, this thing has now appreciated. This thing has now gone up. And value because this thing also commands, as I said earlier, to be treated or regarded in such a way that someone would now, instead of paying a few hundred dollars, they're going to pay twelve hundred, fifteen hundred, twenty-five hundred dollars, three thousand or so, for these never touched limited edition sneakers. This thing, the worth of this thing, has gone up. The value has gone up so much, and now. The person who's probably selling it can ascribe to it an excellent, excellent quality. Like I said, an attribute to, the, to this great worth. So 
we find awe and wonder in people and things. Yet, how much wonder and honor do we ascribe to God, the sovereign one, the king of kings, the Lord of lords, the one who's made the heavens and the universe and the earth and you? In Revelations 19.1, there's a scripture that says, Alleluia, salvation and glory and honor and power unto the Lord our God. So the person that wrote this was John. John was a servant of Christ. And he heard a loud voice of many people ascribing worth to God. Hmm. So that was the vision that he had. First, they mentioned salvation. There's a reason why they mentioned salvation first. And if you read it in your Bible, you can use the Bible app or you can Google it. Or you can just look it up in your actual paper Bible. Salvation in there was a capital S. Whenever you see a capital, we know that, you know, capitals, uh, um, a person, place, or thing. And, you know, we capitalize that thing, right? Person, place, or thing? Or is it just a person's name? Listen, it's not English class. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> you capitalize, um, you know, the name of a thing like, uh, I don't know, the Washington Museum or whatever. You know what I'm trying to say? So salvation in that um, scripture was capital capital S. So whenever in the scripture, it's like you, capital Y, O-U, or me, capital M-E, or salvation, or the one, capital O-N-E, or the truth, capital. Anytime you see a capital, just a side note, know that they're talking about Jesus. They're talking about uh, God or the Lord, all in one. So this capital S, salvation, makes me know that they're talking about the Lord. So, and salvation here isn't a what, it's a who. Jesus Christ, our salvation. So, to define salvation, the concordance, again, which is the Hebrew definition, the root of the word, salvation means safety, welfare, or another word for welfare is peace, prosperity, preservation. I like that. (laughs) Preserves us. The soul's safety, future salvation, the sum of benefits and blessings in Christ. Wow, that's pretty cool. So we have all those things. We have in Christ salvation. We have uh, safety. We have peace. We have prosperity. We have preservation. And all these words, you can look up the meaning of these words. Like there's just an ongoing wealth of benefits and blessings that we have through salvation in Jesus Christ. Secondly, they mentioned glory. Well, what's glory? A word that is often misused or in this time in society overused, you know, like everyone's like, oh, the goat, the goat, the goat. Uh, G-O-A-T means the greatest of all time. Not everyone's the goat. They're not. So (laughs) similar to glory, sometimes I find personally, in my own opinion, that it's a little bit overused um, at times. So glory in the concordance, it means opinion judgment view estimate whether good or bad concerning someone splendor this is this is the meaning that we know splendor brightness like the glory of the sun you know magnificence um excellence majesty and i I, that i love right here and i love this meaning a thing belonging to god and a thing belonging to christ that is the meaning of glory i never knew that The kingly majesty which belongs to him as supreme ruler. Basically, kingly majesty of the Messiah, or in the simplest words, 
honor, praise, and worship. Can you believe that? (laughs) That glory in the simplest form means honor, praise, and worship. So, what does that mean? (laughs) I believe that for this year, the Lord wants us to ascribe salvation and glory to him. To ascribe salvation and glory is as simple as opening up our mouths. In heaven, when John had saw the people um, say loudly, you know, salvation and glory, honor and power belong to the Lord our God. He saw them open up their mouths and the multitude of people ascribed worth to God by saying with a loud voice, you know, salvation and glory. So just to begin it. And out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. We know that is true in Matthew 12, 34, when Jesus was talking to the Pharisees because they said something that was kind of wild. And if you go back and read it, Jesus was like basically tearing them up. You know, like he was he was calling them out for who they really were because they were saying something with their mouth. And they didn't really mean that thing in their heart. So Jesus had to call them out. So that's why there's another scripture that says, um, you know, your lips praise me, but your heart is far from me. So that's something that we want to learn going forward in our lives, not just to give praise to God or someone and not really mean it in our heart. If I saw someone walking down the street with a crazy looking outfit, you know, uh, purple, blonde, green and orange looking hair and it was no like costume party or anything going on I wouldn't be like oh girl you look good you know oh I love that hair I am praising her but that is not the truth because in my heart and heart is interchangeable because heart also means mind and the word I could not mean that and and uh just to give you a side note you can look up um in Deuteronomy You can look up in Matthew. I will put the scripture references in the um, description box in Luke 10, 27, even. So heart and mind is interchangeable because uh, the Lord said, um, I believe Deuteronomy 10, 9, I'm not sure. Um, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength. Then you go fast forward to Jesus in Matthew 12, I believe 34, 37. I'm going to put the scripture in the description box. Jesus said, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your um, mind. And uh, then in Luke 10, 27, he puts them both together. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, strength, and love your neighbors as you love yourself. So those heart and mind, you know, it's kind of interchangeable in the word. So just to give you that little side note. So from our hearts, um, it leads to an action that we see. And that's what happened with the people doing a saying, I should say, salvation and glory with a loud voice. That was the action. So back to the sneakers really quick. Those who had sneakers in their heart, this was something they really, really wanted. And I'm sure before they went to the store, I'm sure before they saved the money, when they heard the announcement that these sneakers were coming out in their heart, or probably, you know, when they heard a, a, um, a hint of these things in their heart, they were probably like, oh, I have to get this. Because in our heart is also where our seats of reasoning and our emotions are as well. 
So in uh, our thoughts, so I'm sure a lot of people said, hey, have to get this sneaker. And a lot of them did it in their heart. This was something they really wanted. And at the time, I had no idea about the sneaker. Again, I'm not a sneakerhead at all. I had no idea how special this sneaker was until people use their mouth to talk about it. And that's the only way I even know about, I don't even know what Jordan it was, but (laughs) that's the only way I know because so many people, it was like a buzz, you know, so many people were talking about it. And this was something that was great in people's eyes. And with their actions, they went to get the sneaker. So you see the, the, the chain of transaction here. So in the people's heart, they knew that this thing had great value. They knew that they really wanted it. So from their heart, they started to speak about it with their mouth. From their mouth, they actually went to go stand outside in the cold with their actions. They gave value to something to gain a worth for themselves. The same value of God that's in our hearts as we speak with worth from our mouth. Did you get that? <laughs> so the same value of God, we we deem God valuable, right? And, and I just implore you to increase the value of how you see God. How, do, how valuable is God to you? Is he worth your life? Is he worth the job? Is he worth the money? Is he your everything? Is he like, oh, he's cool or the most high or Yah, as people call him? Is he the father of the son of God, the son of man, Jesus Christ? Who is God to you? Is he like, oh, I just thank God for life. You know, he's pretty cool, but you don't really have much more value than that because you don't really know him. How can you give value to something or someone that you don't really know if I never in life knew what a diamond was and someone brought this to me, I'll say, what is this stone? What is this rock? And throw it away. But because I know of the value, why? Because in people's hearts and people's mouths and the actions, you know, people have unfortunately did terrible things just for diamonds. Now I know how valuable it is. So I'm going to say it again. The same value of God that is in our heart is what we will speak with our mouth and use our action for praise, honor, and worship. So the amount of praise the amount of honor, the amount of worship we give to God all goes back to our hearts, how much value we ascribe to God, how much worth we ascribe to God from our hearts. To ascribe salvation and glory to God our Father and Jesus Christ our Savior, in order to do that, we have to deem Him more valuable. And this, my friends, is the importance of praise and worshiping in honor to the Lord. So just to talk real quick, so to ascribe worth to God, let's go back to the very, very beginning. To ascribe worth to God is to use our hearts and fill it up because out of the abundance of our hearts, our mouth is going to speak. Fill it up till it overflows. Start thanking God for everything. And I just want to challenge you, make a list of everything that you could think of, whether mentally or on paper of everything that you're thankful for that God has done for you in the last three months, let's just say three months, everything, 
that you could think of. Little things, big things. When you went to the coffee shop and they had your favorite coffee. When you went to the donut place and they had your favorite donut. Whatever it is, just make a whole list. And I want you to fill your heart with those things and say, God, I thank you for this. God, I thank you for that. God, remember the time that start to think. Go back in your file cabinet. Let your heart overflow with praise and then worship the Lord. Worship means to adore him, to set your gaze, to fix yourself on him. And in that, you're honoring him. That's how you ascribe worth to God. So, my beloves, I just want to share that quick word with you. Uh, Come back for more content of the Lord's heart and the Lord's mind. I love you very much. Have an awesome beginning of the year. Blessings. Bye.